The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. Do you have aspirations to be a leader in your business or organization? Welcome to Leadership Stars with your host, Linda Patton. Each week, we feature true leaders recognized in their fields who provide insight and ideas in creating a strong team and how you can become an effective leader. Now, here is Linda Patton. Once again, let me personally welcome you to Leadership Stars, where real leaders in network distribution, entrepreneurship, and government who have boldly and unapologetically stepped into leadership will be interviewed on their journey and will share their views on all aspects of creating and leading powerful teams, even if it is a team of one right now. I'm your host, Linda Patton. I'm an international speaker and best-selling author, as well as the creator of the book and program, The Art of Herding Cats, Leading Teams of Leaders. Herding Cats is the story of my journey from stepping out into leadership as a major in the military and a VP in corporate and really owning that leadership. It teaches you the 12 key steps of leadership. Through Herding Cats, I guide leaders to uncover their core strengths, to inspire with shared vision, and to realize their true expertise. I've been successfully developing leaders for over 40 years in the military, in organizations, and most recently independently as a coach, mentor, and guide. And today we're going to answer some of these questions. What is the picture of your finances currently? Are you just riding out the storms and hoping for the best? Or do you have a plan that empowers you during these times? How do you educate the next generation on sound money principles that will create financially free lifestyles while still finding fun in savings? And I have a truly magnificent expert in finance and helping the next generation to really know what to do with their finances so that they don't get into some of the same storms we're in now. And that's Ms. Brandy Jones. Brandy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Linda. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's it's been a, a journey with you as well. And I know that you have a story that you tell about how you got to where you are today and how you got to the business that you're doing today. Could you tell the audience a bit about that? Well, my story started some many years ago as I was raising my daughter after coming out of the divorce. And it was a matter of working every day but never having enough money for the end of the month. And so I had to be creative. But the real thing that brought me around was that you know, when you have kids, you always want to share with them. You always want the best for them. And me raising a daughter, I wanted the same thing. And my daughter was a bright young lady. She was, well, a kid at the time, but she was, she was always doing things to help me. She made great grades in school, and I was very, very proud of her. But when it comes down to be always fulfilling her wants, I was not able to do that. 
I always provide the need, but never the want. And the one story that Linda's referring to is our trip to McDonald's as a celebration time for my daughter for making good grades and being very helpful around the house. And when I went up to pay for the food that my daughter had ordered, and everything she ordered was large, large Big Mac, <laughs> large, large fries. And when it came down to paying for it, it was four dollars and ninety-five cents. Wow! And at the time, all I had in my pocket was five dollars. That that was really it was a matter of I couldn't share in my daughter's joy at that particular time because I didn't have enough money to buy me something to eat, to sit down and have a great you know mother daughter time. <laughs> And I had to tell a little lie, and I say a white lie now, is that I wasn't <laughs> hungry, but I was. I wanted to eat with my daughter. And my daughter being this little girl, nice little girl she was, she wanted to share her french fries with me, so she offered me a french fry. From that <laughs> point on, I knew, yes, I knew I had to do something different. And that's what changed my life, watching my daughter eat and enjoying her food but not really knowing that her mother was suffering and couldn't enjoy it with her. So Brandy, I, that is so... I, go, yeah, on. go ahead. Yeah, this is such a powerful story, and I know it's, it's, it's really impacted me as well. And so tell me how... So where did this go uh, as far as your business is concerned? Well, you know, then fast-forwarding some more years, I have forgotten about the story. You know, we forget about things in our in our past that wasn't very pleasant. Mm-hmm. And I was going through my laundry one day, and I was pulling out things out of my pocket, and out comes a five dollar bill, all mm. folded neatly in my pocket. And that made me realize the story. That five dollar bill represented the beginning of when I didn't have enough to participate in the celebration with my daughter. So, of course, my heart got full, my eyes got watered, and I knew then that I had to make a change, even at the, you know, I'm not struggling now. I wasn't struggling when I found the $5 bill. But there was something there, a message for me. So I listened. And from that point on, I started saving all of my $5 bills so that I could have a savings account outside of the banks, but a savings in my home where I would never feel broke again. And that's my practice. That's what I teach, is to just save your $5 bills. Treat them as jewels that they are, because you don't get them all the time. You might get them in a, in a, 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 a big whirlwind at one time. You know, a couple months you get a lot of fives, and then a couple more months you won't get any. But every time I get a five, I celebrate right then and there on the spot. And people look at me, but I have a great time with it. And, Brandy, I think this is uh, so powerful. And, I, audience, I, I really want you to, to step into this. I know I've started collecting $5 bills, and <laughs> it, it has paid for our trip to Scotland in September, which I think mm. is just phenomenal. Uh, and... Mm. I remember you and I were together in an event, and mm-hmm. we got just a horde of $5 bills. And I watched your face and how excited mm-hmm. you were about that. And it was like, 
I can't give these to you. I, I have to go save them. And I yes. found I do the same thing. <laughs> uh, my conferences use 5 and $10 bills as, as change just because of how they're mm-hmm. priced. And it's really mm-hmm. hard for me to take that $100 in fives and give it back to them. It's like, no, I want to write a check. I want to put this away. <laughs> so you know, even I have gotten into the $5 mode. And, and it is, it's very powerful when you deliberately, I mean, I deliberately break a 20 so that I can have some fives. And it's, mm-hmm. it's just, it's really, really powerful. And it is a great way of mindful savings. And, yeah. and I think that's very important in, in, in today's world. So Brandy, is that the most uh, difficult or the biggest storm that you had to overcome in your life, or have there been other storms? Well, you know, raising my daughter was always was a storm, and then also the financial struggles. But you know, it's storms come and go, but the ones that made a difference was how mm-hmm. I raised my daughter and how I decided to change my financial struggles. Right now, I, you know, I live a wonderful life. I live the life that I love. I do the things mm-hmm. I want to do, and it's all at the expense of my $5 bills. So, yes, I've had other struggles, but those two are the main ones. And, you know, the $5 story and my business, mm-hmm. end, E-N-D, the red, helps people to get out of financial struggles, helps them live a more sound financial life. And the foundation of that is saving your fives. And I, and I think that's just, as I said, so very powerful. And I think it also, it's a great way of teaching the next generation. So I know you work not only with um, adults around um, getting out of the more month than money um, sort of cycle that we get into, but you also work with young people, the next generation. And so what do you teach them about money? Amazing. And that's, you know, I'm so glad you asked that question because I just I just got a new client. He's 18 years old, just turned 18. He is an entrepreneur, and he he calls me daily, you know. We talk all week long about money that he gets. What should he do with it? So I know that I want to start with 10-year-olds, okay? Mm-hmm. Our parents, when I was growing up, we did things around the house and got chores, had chores, and we got paid allowances. Nowadays, parents are so eager to give kids money, and the kids just spend it. That's what it's for. I have money, I can spend it. My purpose is to work with the kids is to show them if you put a little bit aside for yourself and for later, you'll always have something. If you spend it all today, tomorrow is going to come, and you won't have enough. And that's where the $5 bills come in. You can save fives. It doesn't affect for the adults. It doesn't affect their budget. It's an extra pot over here full of money mm. that you can go to to have fun, to pay that extra unexpected something. It's whatever you need to use it for without affecting your budget. For the youth, it's putting a little bit of money aside. So when you want to go out shopping, as I used to do with my mother, go out shopping and you ask for something and they say no, you'll say, but I have my own money. So <laughs> it teaches you how to have when the word is no that comes out of everyone else's mouth. I have my own. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very powerful. I know when I was um, young, 
Uh, I actually worked when I was like 11, 12, something like that. Uh, I was working in a laundry and you know, we took in people's laundry, we washed, we dried, we did all that good stuff. And I got paid 25 cents an hour. You can tell how long ago that was. Yeah. But <laughs> that was my ago, money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, it was my money. And my mom had actually helped me set up a little file folder where I could put all of my money. So we basically broke down my uh, wages um, into small amounts. So I know I tithed 10% to the church and, and that kind of thing. But it was great at the end of the month, I could take my money and go buy something that I wanted. And usually that was books because I just, I fell in love with books when I was uh, really small and it, it's what I did with my money. So I understand all of that. However, why is it that we, uh, when we learn that as a child, we don't pass that on to our children? Well, you know, as adults, we have a lot of secrets. Mm -hmm. And being in a financial struggle is one of those secrets. We think the kids don't understand, and we don't know how to break. But we don't break it down for them to understand. When I was raising my daughter, when money came in the house, it was time to pay bills. She was right there with me. Mm -hmm. She had to know how to do that because Mama wasn't going to always be with her. You know, we had to stand in our house. It was her and I against the world. So we were a team. And everything we did, we did it together. So I mm -hmm. wanted to tell her a little bit about the finances and let her know. Because when I said no, there was a reason behind me saying no. And this is what right. she saw. Okay? So that's it. Mm -hmm. we, we just have a little, little more secrets than we should with our kids with finance. We should include them in that. They don't have to know mm -hmm. all the very part of it, you know, the real down and ugly part of it, but they can have an idea of what comes in, write it down, what goes out, write it down, so they know what's left is all we have to play with, to do what, whatever they want. That way they would get a, con, you know, have a perception as to money comes in, money goes out, and it doesn't grow on trees. Right. And, and that's, I think that's really important for them to understand, you know, that, that it's a flow. One of the things that I find um, also happens is that when children get to the teen years, we tend to throw mm -hmm. all of our, our money um, madness into them. You know, we, it's almost like you right. want to buy your children. Right. So how, right. do you, how do you overcome that? Well, again, I have to use my daughter as an example, but it started at a very early age. She knew that I was, I, my job was to provide for her and get her the things that she needed, the things to survive. All her little wants and things had to come from other sources, i.e. her savings from her allowance, all these little things when she get gifts from her grandparents for Christmas and birthdays. That was her extra money. That's the money she was able to do all her wants with. Okay, mm -hmm. mama did the you do the one. So instead of the parents always give, 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 they need to sometime explain why they can't. But the kids don't grow up knowing that now. They just say, mama, I want, and they get. And things are much more expensive now, so they want a pair of tennis shoes that cost $100, and I can't afford to buy myself a pair. We have to split that. You have mm -hmm. to be able to the kids in that manner so they can understand. But it doesn't start when they're 19 and you. 18, 18, you know. It has to start when they're 7 and 10. That's perfect. And what a great age to begin starting that 
consciousness around money so that those yes. storms that you have throughout life are considerably less. And at this exactly. point, we're going to take a quick break, Brandy, and come right back. All right. Voice America Women's Channel, a leader in the forward movement of women's success. Let leadership expert Linda Patton be your guide to uncovering the leader that lives within you and that you are meant to be. Through her signature training programs and workshops, Linda takes you every step of the way to help you tap into your personal leadership power, design a clear vision, build a loyal, effective team, and create a practical plan to make your dream come true. Get started now by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareToDreamWithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, DreamWithLinda.com. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. That's Linda at dare, the number two, dreamwithlinda.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Voice America Women's Channel, a leader in the forward movement of women's success. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. And welcome back. I'm here with my very special guest, Brandy Jones who is an expert in teaching adults and children how really to manage their money in such a way that they end the red. And isn't that a wonderful concept? <laughs> so, Brandy, I'm just curious. Uh, you know, we have uh, constantly getting, uh, you know, credit card uh, solicitations, and we get people on the phone who want to give us money and loans and all that. How do we keep from, in essence, creating a debt storm um, around our money? On a daily basis. You know, and what really brought me to that particular point, because as, you know, a long time ago, many years ago, as I was saying, I did have credit cards. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was to the point where I had gotten so much credit card and so much credit because people trusted me that yeah. I would, when I decided I wanted to get out of this, I had to negotiate with my my uh, creditors and say, you know, I can only afford this, and that's what they accepted, mm-hmm. whatever it was. And mm-hmm. so, but now credit cards come in all kinds of forms: travel, this, 
promotion for this and promotion for that. And people, I find, that accept all these uh, offers are those that do not know where their finances are anyway. Mm -hmm. So my first dealing with your finances, you have to be able to know what comes in and what has to go out. So I Mm -hmm. encourage clients and others just to get a little notebook. I call it a budget book. Some people don't like that. Say spending books. Give it whatever name that fits you that you're okay with. I say budget. And I write down my money as it comes in during the month. And I write down what I have to pay out from that particular Mm -hmm. amount. If you know exactly how much you are already owing somebody, you know where you have room enough to get another credit card. No matter how the offer is, if you can, are you going to struggle to pay that bill on a monthly basis? Because it's not a matter of just getting a credit card and putting it away. I can do that because I've learned how not to use credit cards. But mm-hmm. most people do not know how not to use credit cards. You have one, you need it, you go spend, and you get it much. So all the credit cards have a balance on it. So just know what you can, what, what you can afford and then just say no. Practice saying no. My first thing when I get those um, promotional letters in, I go directly down to the finance charges. Then I go down to, is it going to cost me the annual Mm -hmm. fee? I don't pay for my money. I don't pay for the use of my money. So if it has an annual fee in there, it immediately goes to the shredder. (laughs) If, if, If the finance charges are higher than I want to pay, it goes to the shredder. Those are the two areas I look at. I don't look at anything else. I don't look, care about the promotions or any of that because the promotion is mm-hmm. not going to help if I can't afford to pay that bill. So, Brandy, how do you feel about uh, what my daughter calls the ice cube method of working with your credit cards? In other words, what she does is she fills a, you know, she fills a uh, bag with water, sticks the credit card in it, and then puts it in the freezer. And so she knows that if she's going to use it, it's not going to be instantaneous. In other words, she just can't hand the credit card. She's got to defrost it and thaw it and all that before she can use it. Do you think that's a good strategy for working with your credit cards? However, whatever strategy works for people is their strategy. I, for most of my clients, the best thing to do is to just tear them up, throw them away. Mm-hmm. Don't say yes, just say no. Those work for some. Other people have picked up several different kind of strategies to do it. I have credit cards, but I don't carry them around with me. So they're always mm-hmm. at home, a little black pouch of credit cards. Mm-hmm. Because you never know when you might need something where the credit card limit is much higher than what you have financial as cash in the house. So you use your credit card, then you pay it mm-hmm. off. Ever. Whatever works for people, you know, everyone has to find what works for them. Some mm-hmm. people like that out of sight, out of mind, okay? But yeah. if, you have it in your, if you have it in your wallet, there's going to come a time when you're just going to grab that credit card before you think about it. Yeah, so I, want, and, oh, let's put it aside. Don't tear it with you. Yeah. And so, so, audience, what you're hearing is that if you have a credit card – to make it um, a conscious decision to use it rather than sort of that instantaneous um, feeling of, oh, I've got to have this, but to really be thoughtful about the purchases that you're making 
and what that's going to do to your budget on a monthly basis. Can you pay that off that month? Or is it going to end up being financed over years and you're paying huge amounts of money in interest and finance charges, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So, Brandy. Yeah. On the other side of the credit card, we have the plastic debit card. Oh. No. (laughs) And those are just as easy. If you don't have the money in your account, why are you pulling that out? So I always mm-hmm. tell people, well, I don't use cash, but you need to have some cash in your wallet because cash is your backup. Mm-hmm. You have cash in cash versus your debit card, but you get that feeling of a credit card when you put that debit card in there, and then you overdraw, and then you have problems. But that's you know, <laughs> or you're or you're moving yeah. money, for, or you're doing what we used to call in the banking industry, kiting money across your account. Exactly. So, Exactly. You know, yeah. So, Brandy, uh, where does resistance come in all of this? Because, you know, I think we all learn this. Uh, as children, we see our parents, you know, we take videos of our parents and how they use money and how they spend it. I mean, I know my dad had this great philosophy of if you want it, buy it now because it won't be here when you come back. And Ooh. that's a really hard um, belief to, mm-hmm. you know, work around as, as an adult. So how do you, in essence, use resistance or how does the resistance get into <laughs> all of this thing with money? <laughs> and and I, I like your, fa- your father's way of thinking about things. And in some instances, he is right. However, to go a little bit longer with that is, yes, it might not be there at that particular store, but it's someplace else on sale. So... All stores have the same thing. You just have to catch the right time. So, And you don't have to buy it now. Just wait for it to go on sale, and then you can buy it. But I think, too, Brandy, when you, when you pause and say, yeah. not now, um, right. you, really, you really figure out whether you really want it or was it just an impulse, right? Exactly, exactly. I usually take deep breaths, and if I mm-hmm. see something, if I walk, and I see something, I walk around the store for a moment. And if I, I more, more times than not, I'm going to walk right out the store and forget that I even wanted that. It's just a matter okay. of don't do the impulse buying. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Let your body tell you whether you need it or not. More, more diligently, think about where you are, what you have at home. You know, what kind of expenses do you really want if you buy that one? Is it going to cost mm-hmm. you to going to your pocket for extra money or what. So it's just decision. Mm-hmm. Just think about it. But mm-hmm. the resistance is also that. You have mm-hmm. to be able to step back and think about what you have. And, again, the only way you're going to know for sure what's going on in your finances is to have it written down. Have your income. Have your expenses. You have to have it written down. So when you go out, you're not going out shopping blindly. You know exactly mm-hmm. what your book so, audience, what you're hearing Brandy say is that you need to know your numbers. And I think yes. this is true not only of business owners knowing what your numbers are, entrepreneurs knowing your numbers, but it's individual, you know, knowing your household numbers as well. I think it's equally as critical as knowing your business numbers, right? Right. Absolutely. And if you know your household numbers, it would take you to any other area, business, the world budget, 
a budget is a budget. What comes in, mm-hmm. you have to figure out what's going out. It doesn't matter how large the numbers are. It's the same thing. Just know the numbers. So, Brandy, are you saying that perhaps the federal government needs to know its numbers a little bit better? The federal gov- government needs to. We need to put the right people in the right places. Those are the young people that go through my program that know how to mm-hmm. do this. So when they get older, the budget would be in- intact. They've been taught well, with. <laughs> yeah. That's, that sounds like a fabulous concept. I know one of the things that I wanted to come out of this program is to have more young women especially, but the yes. the young population to really be able to make massive change on the global yes. level because yes. they've had educators like you um, and yes. myself uh, mm-hmm. in, in the growing up places. So. Right. Brandy, um, you're in a totally different place, uh, a better place than when you were, um, you know, early on with your mm-hmm. daughter and this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so um, how did you know that you'd gotten to that place? Mm. Mm. When I can do whatever I want to without thought. Mm. I, I plan... And when I can plan it and I can see myself doing it, I'm there. I'm in that place. And I do. I, I do a lot of things now that I used to dream about doing. I live in a wonderful area. I have a beautiful home. And, I, you know, I travel a while. It's, it's what, I, what my dreams of reading all those stories, looking at all those TV programs, the, the fancy stuff. I live the life that I love. And I have the freedom around doing that. And I have the choices of what I want to do. I'm not, it's not written that because of my budget, I can't do this, which is where I lived for many, many years. I couldn't afford Mm -hmm. it. Now, because I know my numbers, I can plan to do whatever I want to do when I want to do it. Because I have my $5 stash, someplace in the house, I can do and buy whatever I want to buy when I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Granted, I don't do it like, you know, I, I might sound like I'm just free with it. No, I still plan. I still look at my figures, and I still pull myself back at times. But it's not that I have to. It's I have a choice whether I do or I don't. And that's where I live. I live in choices. I love choices. Mm-hmm. And having the money now gives me choices. I think that's awesome. I, I also love the fact of having choice. And one of the things that I do at the beginning of every month, as a matter of fact, is to look at the budget for that month and mm-hmm. determine how much money needs to come in to mm-hmm. the household and the business in order to be able to pay all that. And if it looks like there's going to be a shortfall, then it's how many new clients do I need to add in order to meet that? How many speaking engagements do I need to have to get the strategy sessions to be able to get the new clients? And I think, again, mm-hmm. that's a conscious way of dealing exactly. with your exactly. money, right? It, it so is. What very mm-hmm. And another thing, you had touched a little bit about young girls and young ladies. I want to mm. put out to the listeners, women, usually a long time ago, we was always letting our husbands take care of our finances. Mm-hmm. And when something should happen, pray tell it doesn't, but if it's something should happen, the woman was the one that suffered the most because she had not a clue. Women, mm-hmm. girls, young ladies, 
Know your own numbers for yourself. You might be married, you might be, you know, co-living with and all this, but know your numbers for yourself. Know what comes in that household, know what has to go out. Know where it is when you need it. Know the bank accounts. Know all the information, because if something comes up and you're by yourself, that is the worst feeling is not to know where things are or how to do on top of whatever else happens. So my, right. my thing women, especially women, men are going to take care of it, so they got to know. Women, let's get out there and be the leaders that we are in our own world, in our own home. Know your finances. Know where the money is. And, Brandy, I think that's so important. I mean, I sit in the household. My mom always did all the finances for, that's how I grew up. Was my mom had the money, the checkbook and all that. My dad, you know, turned over his paycheck and, you know, she took care of everything. So when I got married, I said to my husband, so I, you know, this is what I will do. And what I find interesting is he now has what he calls plausible deniability. And mm. it, it concerns <laughs> me that if something were to happen to me, would he know how to write a check? Would he know, how, you know, the, the budget and all that? And so there have been times when I've been out of town and he's had to deal with paying bills and that kind of thing. And it's a disaster. So mm -hmm. I, th I think it, it also has to do with we who are leading and who have, yeah. uh, you know, the yeah. financial, the, the checkbook or whatever it is, that we need to educate the other part of the other partner yeah. in our relationships so that no one is surprised. You need to become a team. Let's take another quick break, and we'll be right okay. back. This is Voice America Women. We are leaders in the forward movement of women's success. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. That's Linda at dare, the number two, dreamwithlinda.com. Let leadership expert Linda Patton be your guide to uncovering the leader that lives within you and that you are meant to be. Through her signature training programs and workshops, Linda takes you every step of the way to help you tap into your personal leadership power, design a clear vision, build a loyal, effective team, and create a practical plan to make your dream come true. Get started now by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. That's Linda at dare, the number two, dreamwithlinda.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for the keywords voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for voice America. Voice America Women's Channel. A leader in the forward movement of women's success. 
You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. Uh, I have this my favorite financial person, Brandy Jones, on the call with us today. And Brandy and I have been talking about taking leadership in your finances, knowing your numbers, and always being on top of what you can afford, what you can't afford, and how you're saving for the big items. Um, for example, Brandy, my daughter uh, just bought a house um, earlier well, this year. And I am so proud of her and what she's, what she's accomplished. And she's very much in tune with what can we afford, what can't we afford. They have their individual checking accounts. They have the joint account for all the household expenses. And it has really um, brought her to a whole new level of thinking about money and what she can afford and what she can't afford. Mm-hmm. And we've got a wedding coming up in October, and mm-hmm. I'm watching her uh, watch the budget on mm-hmm. the wedding. And I, I think mm-hmm. it's really powerful that, you know, to watch the next generation and, and see them actually succeed in being able to deal with their money. So mm-hmm. one of the things that uh, I was curious about was how does knowing that there's a better way differ from wishful thinking? Mm-hmm. Well... There's a lot of people that tell themselves that it's to have to get to a better place, but mm-hmm. fail to do is to take the action. And to get to a better, a different place, wishful thinking is just doing that. There's no action behind it. It's just wishing, 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 okay, and waiting for something to come to you. The better way is to... Put that into action. Think about it, plan for it, and then see what you have to do. So make your steps. What do I have to do to get to here? And you touched on it. You say if mm-hmm. you're getting short in your money on a monthly basis, you plan what do what next thing do you have to do? Get new clients, do this, do that. There's a list. Those are actions. They won't come by you wishing that a client's going to come through that door. If so, <laughs> give me the wish. Well, not good too. <laughs> Oh, so true, so true. The, the clients <laughs> don't generally just sort of pop in. And Brandy, in some respects, in some respects, you're talking about having a vision, at, rather than waiting for your fairy godmother or Absolutely. having the genie in a bottle. Who you know, you exactly. go, I wish for this. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. I do vision boards. I put. Mm-hmm. I have to see things, and I'm a visual person. So when I do my vision boards, I sit up there and I just finished one, I put it all together that comes up. But see, that's coming out of me. Some things I don't mm-hmm. even know that's there. So it's coming out of me and I'm finding the right things to put on the board. I stand back and I look at it. Now, okay, if I want this, this, and this, that means I have to plan how to go do that. Where, how am I going to bring that to me instead of hoping and wishing that it's coming in? So having a very big, big vision will get you to where you want to go. And I think that's that's so true. Um, 
I have a five-year vision, as you know, um, to live in Dornoch, Scotland, and I get the opportunity to actually go back and experience it this year. But not only vision, but including all five senses, um, you know, what you hear, what you taste, what you smell, what do you, how you feel, because the more you can incorporate all that, you um, activate the subconscious because it doesn't like when what's out there is different than what's in here. And so by doing all that, it starts picking up places where you can find a client or whatever you need to be able to make that vision happen. And if it's money, it, it shows you where the money is that you can bring into um, your business into your home to make that those things happen. And yeah. so I love the fact that you do a vision board. I have one as well, and mm-hmm. I look at it on a daily basis. I also have, I think I've told you, an eight-foot picture of the town of Dornoch, Scotland, on yeah. the wall in my yeah. reception area. Yeah. Yeah. And so I can I, I can literally yeah. place myself in it every every day as to, oh, you I know, this it. is where everything is. And then I had a very dear friend, um, Nikki Ashley, who created this phenomenal piece of art that has the cathedral in Dornoch, Scotland on it that is now in my apartment. And I, again, I get the chance to look at it and feel it every day. So, so to be able to realize that vision. Uh, and so, Brandy, I know that you have a free gift for our audience. Would you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, they can go to my website, www.end.red.com. And on there, there is um, my three steps to financial success. It's an ebook, and they can get that from, from my website. And it'll tell, walk you through the budget process. It'll tell you a little bit about the state, well, it'll tell you about the savings process. And it'll tell you a little bit about credit. So if you're worried about credit or any questions like that, it's there. They can also contact me with, by going to email, is intheread.brandy at gmail.com. And I'll be more than happy to answer any questions or to help them direct them to how to get started. Okay. And so, Brandy, just out of curiosity, what's the youngest client you've ever taught finance to? And then the reverse, what's the oldest client who has finally decided that maybe I ought to get in touch with my money? <laughs> well, the youngest client started with my daughter. Even though she didn't mm-hmm. pay me, she paid me in chores, okay? So yeah. she started out with me when she was about seven years old. She said, Mommy, I need to do all this by myself. So we had to do her money bit. So she was seven. Then I have the client now that's 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, I first spoke with him when he was 17. When he turned 18, he said, I'm a man now. I need to come back. Okay, here you are. The, <laughs> oldest, the oldest client, you know, it, it varies because I think they're, they're in their 50s, 60s, 70s. You know, it's just whoever's in there. We don't go by age when you get to that point. All I'm there to do is support you in wherever you want to be. And where you are is where we start. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a matter of if you need help, you need support, all you have to do is reach out, and I'll be there for you. Because I've been there. I've done that. I have no judgment around it. All I know is the big picture, you don't have to stay in the struggling mode. You mm-hmm. can come out and have 
resources with your finances? Brandy, um, you know, when I was growing up, and I'm, I'm sure when, when you were as well, money was one of those taboo subjects that you never talked about. It went along with religion mm-hmm. and politics. Mm-hmm. And I know today we're much more open about mm-hmm. our financial situation. We're more open about our politics and religion as well. So how do you um, encourage or uh, get, you know, older folks to actually begin to um, realize the challenges that they're having with money and to be able to actually speak about it and then to take action on it. Linda, it just varies. It's usually just in a conversation. Something would trigger it. it I don't, I, there's no specific about it except mm-hmm. for after I tell my story or I'll tell somebody that, you know, I might be wearing my pearls, okay? I'll use that as an example. I say, and I'm so grateful now, today, that I'm able to buy pearls and I can afford pearls. I said, because it was once upon a time I couldn't. That would lead us into something else. And then they'll say something, and I just go from there. Talking about Mm -hmm. money, even as people think it is, it's still one of those hard, taboo things. Because people walk around in this in this picture where I'm okay, and we don't know until you open your mouth and let someone know. That's where I come in, and I talk to people, and I say a whole lot of things, and I make people feel as if they can trust me with that information, and we just Mm -hmm. have a conversation. And then the conversation, will, if we're with the crowd, it drifts on to a private session because I know I didn't want to share my money stories with anybody because I thought people, you know, I was different. I, everyone was doing better than me, but that's not the case, and I've learned that over the years. It's not the case. Yeah, I think that's so critical that, you know, we think we're the only ones in this mm-hmm. situation, and mm-hmm. so we, we, we think everybody else is doing much better. They know how right. to manage their money and everything else, and it, you're right. It, it's often um, a shell um, that we yeah. put out. We we put. Do you remember the Jetsons? And Jane would have yeah. this mask <laughs> that she'd put on on the video yeah. because they, she yeah. didn't want people to see that she, you know she wasn't dressed or she her hair wasn't right. done or whatever. I think we do the right. same thing with our money. Yeah, we do. We do. We hide thinking we're by ourselves, and the person right next to you might be feeling the same way, but no one knows how to have that conversation. So I mm-hmm. come into that. I'll just say something, you know, and it just triggers and someone to come back to me and say, Brandy, thank you so much because I need you, and here I am. And as they say, when you need the teacher, they will show up. And yes. and I think you, you perform that same kind of uh, service to people. Mm-hmm. You seem to be mm-hmm. there for folks just when they need you. Just when they need me, yes. Yeah. So, Brandy, do you have, um, you know, let's say three tips to give the audience today as, as sort of a way of closing out the, um, the call? Oh, three tips. Yes. For your money situation, know how much money's coming in. Know what has to go out. And remember, you have choices. You don't have to struggle alone. Reach out for somebody. Ask for help. 
And if you want to contact Brandy T. Jones, you can contact me at intheredbrandy at gmail.com. Oh, that's amazing, Brandy. Thank you so very, very much. Um, I know money is, is always a challenge for individuals because there's oftentimes embarrassment around it. You know, so mm-hmm. how, do I got, how, do, how did I let myself get into this position mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not knowing where to go? So it's mm-hmm. awesome to know that you have that, that ability to help us without judgment um, to right. be able to uh, empower us to uh, mm-hmm. deal with our money in a way that is conscious and mindful and, and that kind of thing. And I think that's just really amazing. Um, mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Um, what's your do- Tell me, how's your daughter doing today with her money? <laughs> My daughter is doing wonderfully. She, she managed her money very well. If she has a problem, she knows how to call her mother and ask for help. <laughs> but she does manage her money very well. I'm very, very proud of her. She's also teaching my granddaughter how to do her mm. money. She mm-hmm. knows with her husband, she knows where all the money is. She knows how to do it. And they do it together as a team. Mm-hmm. So, you know, teamwork, it's, it's good. You don't ever want to know only half of anything. You need to know the whole pie so that you mm-hmm. work together, and that's what teamwork is all about. So, Brandy, you, you know, you, you say that it needs to be teamwork. So how do you initiate that conversation? And one of the things um, I said we were going to talk about was having fun um, with family finances. So how do you sit down at the family dinner table and have that conversation? You know, there's games out there. The game of life is a game of mine I enjoy. Monopoly is a game that I enjoy. So make a game mm-hmm. night and mm. have, you know, have the whole family participate in it. That's education at a very early age where you're having fun. You know, you can start okay. the conversation as how much money you have in your bank. What do you have put away? What are you going to save it for? Just small chit-chat like that will get people mm-hmm. to start thinking because everyone wants to even com- compete with their money whether we don't know it or not, but they do want to compete with their money. So savings accounts to find out who can save so much for a certain date, that, mm. that could be for the family. So make it almost a challenge um, and a contest yes. Um, yes. for which there's a prize of some sort um, that can make it all very fun and lighthearted. Right, right. And yeah. kids love I, that. They love rewards at the end if they know they're going to get mm-hmm. something at the end. Or they might get it in the beginning. If this is this mm-hmm. is what you have, working towards that. There's so many mm-hmm. different ways, but just be light with it. It doesn't have to be hard. It just has to be a light thing of education. And how do you break the cycle of competition? I know one of the women that I worked with long ago, she married a, a very senior person in the organization, and they bought a house in Blackhawk. And I remember going out to visit her, and realized as I walked in that all the furniture was the lawn furniture that she'd had at her old house, and that it was really sparsely furnished and everything else. And so it was very clear that they had more money or more house than they had money, and <laughs> but they had to keep up with the. I'm sorry, I'm going to do this. They had to keep up with the Joneses. Mm. <laughs> all right. Now so how? Girl. <laughs> yeah. So how do you? 
get away from that competition, feeling that you have to be at the same level or higher than the people around you? That, that's a personal choice, you know. I grew up with my mother always saying, bring everybody up to your level. Mm. And so competition wasn't, you know, the competition going to be on the other person versus me. So let the other person be the one below you and you come up. So you have no mm-hmm. competition. You're just there. You're at the top. Okay, where else can you go? But that's a, that's a personal choice. And just remember, you might have not have this, but there's something else that you do have, and work with that. Okay. And And Brandy, on that note, um, I'm (laughs) going to say, if you have any questions or you want to see how to dig deeper in the art of herding cats or into your finance, check out the website at www.daretodreamwithlinda.com or send me an email at linda at dare, the number two, dreamwithlinda.com. Until next time, be courageous, dare to lead. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Leadership Stars. Please join Linda Patton for another engaging edition of our program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll feature another noted leader next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management.